All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Footwork In Podcast. We have special guest today, Mike Shill. And what's your company's name? Is Full Circle? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Okay. Full Circle. Full Circle. Down here in Miami, Florida, man. Excited. Listen, excited to be on with y'all. Excited to have a conversation. And, and again, my only intention is to provide some 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 insight, but but to provide some value. You know, I'll start with, you know, I'm on chapter one of like a book of 155 chapters, but we got a little bit of something figured out and, and looking forward to, 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 to highlighting that and, and having a conversation with you boys. So awesome. Awesome. How's the weather? It, it, it's hot. It's hot down here, man. It's, it's always hot in Miami, man. It's always, you yeah. know, hundred, a hundred degrees and a hundred percent humidity, but, but luckily and happy Halloween. y'all. Happy Halloween. Yeah, happy we're starting Halloween. to get on into the, we're starting to get on into the, the, the months where it's ideal. <laughs> starting to get into the months that are ideal, and and it's good down here, man. Miami's Miami's a place to be right now, at least one of the places to be in the United States. Yeah. So. You you can tell yeah. what the temperature is up here because Carson, I don't know if you can see him. He's got a hoodie on. Yeah, we got well, yeah. in the hoodies. Yeah, what I, what I temperature took, is it by y'all? Uh, it was like 30 when I got up this morning. <laughs> Peter's showing 42 oh, right now. Dang, dang. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was, we ain't like, near that. I'll tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> it was like 80 yesterday, like two days ago, and then yeah. it just bottomed out. It's yeah, about so, that time of the year, though. Yeah, real. it is. So, it's going to be 20s next couple of days. Yeah. Mm. We, we, we've been watching your stuff on TikTok, and, like, you mm. can definitely tell you, like, bleed, like, caffeine. There's, like, caffeine in your blood. <laughs> <laughs> you have, like, all this energy. I mean... You know, I, I do have that, you know, I do, I do, I feel that I, you know, bring some sort of, you know, energy, but I feel that it's like just a purpose, number one. And then number two, you know, you know, it's just, you, you, there's a lot that goes into it and, you know, you keep your health in check and you keep your diet in check and, and, and your sleep on point and, and it, it, it all helps to, I guess, bring that, bring that punch with every type of conversation that you have. But I was always taught, man, one of my big mentors, man, you know, he told me never turn it off. And it takes more energy to turn it off and turn it back on than it does just to keep it on. So the goal is, bro, how do we keep this thing on all day, every single day, 365 days a year, seven days a week. So that, that's what I try to accomplish at least. You know? Awesome. Awesome. So I want to, Kinda, and you guys can y'all can chip in anytime. Don't feel like y'all are going to interrupt me, but uh, I want to kind of get into like your backstory. Okay, so mm -hmm. first thing I want to say is like you're you're probably our biggest guest yet. Uh, Hell yeah! But uh, you know we're branching out. We're kind of a we're kind of a smaller town podcast, I guess. Well, we live yeah. in a small town, you know. Right now mm -hmm. we're kind of a smaller, so we're building up from the ground up and. We feel like you could actually, we could get that value from you just because of, mm -hmm. you know, you, the level you're at right now. Uh, and we think it, you could, you could bring us some value, even though we're kind of a, we're kind of a different brand, but at the same time, you know, it's, I'm trying to think of the, like, it's the same thing. It's just on a different, different thing. scale, you know? So, yeah. uh, I want to kind of get into your background. Where yeah. are you from? Like originally? <laughs> I, I was born actually. I was born in Georgia. Georgia. I was born in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and Atlanta, um, Georgia. hey, so we're from the South now. Don't get it twisted. Yes, but sir. you know, we yeah. lived. We lived. We lived in. Uh, we lived from Atlanta, Georgia. We moved actually to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And, and so y'all want to talk about cold? Y'all think y'all is oh, cold? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Milwaukee's cold. Here. And I was there. I was there. I was there for 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 some time, man. And and then we we did a lot of moving and ended up ended up in, in Florida throughout high school and college and now in Miami right now. So, you know, from, from Georgia though, man, and hey, shout out to the Falcons, all right? Shout out to the Falcons. <laughs> awesome. So from Georgia, so you, you used to all kinds of environments, cold, hot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, and I honestly think, I honestly think that that, that, that translates to to, the, to this business thing and that translates to um just environments in and of itself you know you got to be adaptable nothing is ever the same and so you can't you can be the same as it relates to who you are but you got to identify that 
that you can't approach everything the exact same way. You can't have the same conversation, same type of conversation with every single person. No sales process is going to be the same. And, 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 and you got to be, like I said, you got to be a chameleon. You got to be adaptable. So I think I'm, I'm thankful that that's how it was in the beginning because it makes right now a little bit easier, if you will. Yeah, you're used to adapting. I like that yeah. word. I'm going to be a chameleon from now on. <laughs> you got to, man. You got to, man. You got to. Because I'll tell you, you know, if y'all are where y'all are at and you came to Miami for a day, it's just a different frequency. It's a different energy. It's a different, it's a different, it's a different go, 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 go. And then you go to Miami and then you go to, you go to um, New York. I mean, the energy in New York is completely different than this Miami. And then you go to London or go to Tokyo. And the energy just keeps going up and up and up. So it's just, you got to be able to adapt. You got to realize that too, man. You got to realize that, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So go ahead, Peyton. I was going to say, since we're still, you know, in the backstory and stuff, you know, you're from Florida. Well, not from yeah. Florida, but you're in Florida. You're a yeah. former Florida State football player. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> So we there's a, like a running joke in our group. Uh, yeah. I'm on I'm on season one of football right now, college football. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, I've never been a football fan, but like everybody in like my close friend group just blap like Dylan in the group chat says like it'll be like four in the morning and he'll bring up some football. And I'm yes sir. So I, I started getting to some football this year. Um, so what position? Were you and did you uh, miss football? Did you enjoy football? Yeah, yeah. So I did. You know, had the opportunity to play at Florida State, and I was a defensive back. You know, primarily safety. Uh, you know, you play some nickel, you play some corner two, and defensive schemes that we in, and you know that 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 was wild, man. I mean, you know, it, it was Division One, so that's that's real. But, you know, you got 85,000, 90,000 people screaming and you're playing in front of that. That's just a whole different. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. It's just a whole different thing, man. You talk about being exposed, bro. You know, you know, it's, it's on yeah. you, bro. And there's a couple of million people watching on TV, man. So, you know, it, it was good. It was good. It was it was awesome. Did, did, did I love it? Yeah, 100 percent, man. I mean, listen, I'll say this much. There's not a lot of things that you can do where you can be an animal and not go to jail for it. And yeah. in football, you know, once you once you uh once you put that toe on that grass, bro, you know, you can flip a switch and become an animal. And and that was the part that I absolutely love. There there are no rules. It's just hit somebody as hard as you possibly can and then do it again. And then do it again and then do it again. And don't get burnt deep. You know, like very <laughs> simple. So so that element I like. Um but, but, you know, it taught me a lot of things, too. You know, it taught me the discipline piece. It taught me the importance of a playbook. It taught me the importance of, a, of accountability, the importance of, of time management, the, 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 the ability to deal with a significant amount of pressure at a young age. You know, it puts you on a stage. It puts you in front of different people. I mean, you know, the guys in the locker room come from, you know, the majority of them come from the buck. And, you know, they come from the come up, you know, it's, you know, you know what it is. And then you're sitting alongside, you know, donors, you know, you go to lunch and you sit alongside donors of Florida State and you're sitting next to, to Tom and Bill who are worth a billion each. You know, it's just like, <laughs> it puts you, it puts you in, in different scenarios, man. It puts you in different scenarios. So, you know, did I love it? Yeah. You know, there's some elements that you wish and, and you miss, but the beautiful thing is a lot of the a lot of the things that you know business brings to the table are the same type of things that that sports brings to the table. The only thing is you just can't hit somebody. That's all it is, man. I mean, you could, but and not get away with you. I mean, you could, yeah, exactly. <laughs> for business, yeah, probably not good. I mean, you may go viral, but I don't know if it's yeah. going to be positive. But yeah, man. So, so, but, but that was you know that was awesome, and um, you know, I, I respect having the having the opportunity. To to do that so a lot of people underestimate like the amount of work and like discipline and time management that being a college football player requires it um, was real man 
You're hitting like you're was, like going all day, aren't you? I mean, you you got to go all day. I mean, they hold you accountable from from the time you wake up to the time you you go to sleep. And and the thing was, you know, guys, you know, while I was doing ball, you know, I was I was a biology and exercise science major, so you know, you got Clemson on Saturday, but I'm in Calc three inorganic chem, human biochem, physics two, calc based nutrition and that like those are the type of classes that I'm taking while you're dealing with that you know as part of a, a fraternity out there so you know you live you live a little bit of that life I mean you got to you got to tap into that and you know part of a couple groups as well so it wasn't it, you know if it was just ball and that's all I had to worry about I feel it would have been a little bit easier but you know I was in some I was in some classes boys some tough I was classes. in some real stuff man like like real classes and you know, part of organization. So that time management was everything. And if, if I didn't have that time management, it probably wouldn't be as yeah, probably, I, you know, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have fanned out like I did to the point where we're at today, but, but ball is hard, bro. And if you haven't done it, you, you know, I commend those boys every single time I see them because, you know, you know what they go through and it's, 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 it's difficult, man. It, it, it's difficult for a man to go through it, but you got to realize everybody that you're watching on TV in college is anywhere from 18 to 23. I mean, babies. Yeah. Babies, you know? See? What, what years did you play at Florida State? Yeah, so I was there 2008, 2012. So I had one year Bobby and then three years Jimbo. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So, yeah, we actually – we took Peyton to his first college football game. Uh, like, earlier this year, it was Ole Miss and Georgia Tech. Um, Jeez. Okay. And, it, you know, uh, he hasn't been the same since. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I like every Saturday like right now I'm watching some games. Well, I try. Bro, it's the best. Until I the fall best. asleep. It's the best. You got to You ought to take them to like a LSU Bama game or yeah or some or the Florida Georgia game that was just this past week. I mean, you know, there's some of that, that. The atmosphere is just on another one. But I will say, the thing that'll change the game the most for you is if you go to a soccer game outside of the United States. You know, I, you know, I've had the opportunity to do you know go to other places, uh, you know, within the world, and I'll never forget being in Brazil at La Maracana and seeing Fluminense. Fluminense versus Flamingo, and there's like 115,000 people screaming. There's flares. You know, people are dirt poor. They're showing up without shoes. They saved all their money for the entire year to go to that game. The intensity in the soccer match, it shits on football in the United States. Wow. It's crazy, actually, man. Like, I was just like, God damn, like, this is on another one. So, bro, you know, Tap into the, the, the college games and then, bro, go see you at a soccer game. I know you're probably thinking, who gives a damn about soccer? Trust <laughs> me. A lot of people give a damn about soccer. <laughs> just not Americans. Just, yeah. like, soccer's like Americans. huge in other countries. Yeah. I got a guy that I work with that he'll he'll come to work. He'll just be like throwing soccer games on. He's Mexico. Well, he's from Mexico. And he'll just be mm -hmm. watching soccer games throughout the day. And it's like, it's weird. It's man. <laughs> no, 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 no. We just <laughs> It's, it's it's incredible to see. It's incredible. To see. My my soon to be mother in law. She's from Argentina. Dude, she mm -hmm. bleeds for soccer, man. Her whole family. It's 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 it, it, it's it's it's, it's a like religion. a religion. Yeah. Yeah. It's a religion. It's, it's the same uh, thing. It's the same thing. It's nuts. All right. So we hit the college football. Uh, oh, yeah. What? Where did you go after college? Like, how did you end up where you're at now? I mean, you know, after 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 college, I went to Denver, you know, and I went to, um, you know, orthopedic and pharmaceutical sales school there. I was training a little bit of track and field out there as well. But, you know, we had an, uh, had an, an injury. I had an ACL, MCL, patellofemoral ligament injury in, in college. And, you know, we, you know, still came back from it completely fine and whatnot. But, you know, you lose a little bit of that. Lose a little bit of that speed. Now, don't get it twisted. I could still probably rock a four-five low, four-four-nine right now, bro. I'm still moving, but bro, there's guys out there that are moving at four twos. You know what I'm saying? It's just a different. It's just a different thing. So, so from that point, um, 
kind of hung it up after a couple of years after college and then uh, went to um, started a role in orthopedic and pharmaceutical sales, you know, did that for like one and a half years. That was down in Miami, Florida as well. And, and by the grace of the man above, somebody in orthopedic and pharmaceutical sales was training on um, Cardone material, Grant Cardone material. And so I would use a little bit of that material, but I didn't know who that guy was. And I went to number one in that company in like a year and a half. And, and so then I just got bored there. And, you know, again, this is all in South Florida. And it just so happens that that guy that was training on that content went to go work for Grant. And so they, they recruited me. It was like an eight month recruitment cycle. And, and I finally said, okay, what the hell? I didn't know who the guy was. And then five years later, the wildest five years of, of business and sales that I've ever experienced in my life. And, you know, you know, was number one in that organization and then opened up the agency. You know, we had the agency for about a year and, and, and seven months now. And um, the traction that we would have, the traction that we're currently having and the people that we're currently doing business with, that, that's all a testament to the ability to sell and being exposed to a high octane environment when it comes to business. 100%. Yeah, I up, if I wasn't exposed to Go ahead. So I was going to say, I keep up with a lot of your stuff on LinkedIn and post a lot of stuff explicitly about business on there. And it just seems like you guys are consistently just winning and winning, dude. How, how do y'all maintain that, that energy and that momentum? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I feel, and I'll tell you, man, I mean, it may seem like we're winning, but just like everybody else, you're losing more than you're winning. Right? But, but what I'll say is like, you know, the thing that you can't control is the mindset. And how do we keep that energy? I just know, I just know like, <laughs> You know, from an agency standpoint or from a business standpoint in general, like brand is everything. Brand is everything and marketing and advertising yourself is is literally everything. And and it's a way to take time out of the sales process. It's a way to take time out of the sales cycle. So the reason why I'm always just beating the hell out of Instagram, beating the hell out of LinkedIn, beating the hell out of TikTok, just all over the place or at least attempting to be is because I know the more people see who we are, the higher probability it is for us to get in more sales cycles. And and I'm, I'm focused right now, you know, we're growing. I'm focused on the top end front. Yeah, I care about deals, but, you know, the, the number one statistic is how many people know who we are. That's number one. I, that, that's really the thing that we try. If, if a lot of people know who we are, then, then everything else just falls into place. But, in order for people to know who you are, you got to give them, you got to give them something. You got to be, you got to provide education or you got to be um, entertaining. So that's why we're always pushing out stuff because I know the long game, it, 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 it it's going to be nothing but W's. You know, you just got to do it right now, right? Yeah. I think um, one of the, things that stood out the most to me on your TikTok, you posted uh, one of them about your follow-up game where you were sending this guy text messages, bro, over <laughs> and over and over, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, yeah. That, I think, I think hey. that was the one that popped up on my For You page, and that's what kind of made me aware of you. That's crazy, man. That follow-up thing is everything. We were always taught it's the greatest sales secret of all time. It's not a matter of if. It's it's a matter of when. And, and, and bro, you know it. Whenever anybody says the word follow up, it takes me back to it took me it took me like three years and two months to close, you know, Ashley Furniture. And not for our organization, for, for the previous organization I was a part of like three years, y'all. Follow up. Like not three months, not one year, not two years, but three years of consistent follow up. And it was a that was a multi, 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 you know, seven figure deal. And, 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 and I know that the only reason why we were able to get that is because of follow, like follow up is everything. And, you know, the people that win at it are the people that follow up outside of a generic phone call, text message, or email. You know, I, you know, I can send an email any single day, you know, I can, I can send a basic text message every single day, 
how are you wowing the person? When when you when you follow up, you got to think of your, your your branding your your company. So how are you branding your company? And 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 the follow up, the follow up supports exactly that. So. Man, that's funny that you, you say that video. A lot of people, a lot of people talk to me about that video and they say, is, is that like a real thing? I'm like, bro, that's, I don't know how else to, that's just what the, that's what the game is. Everybody usually taps out after like one or two weeks, bro. I'm going to follow up until I die or you die. <laughs> yeah. No, you I know? get it, man. Hey, I you you got to be relentless. You have to, man. You have to, especially when, especially when you're not known. Like LeBron James probably doesn't need to follow up, rightfully so. Yeah, but exactly. we ain't LeBron. Yeah, exactly. We ain't LeBron. We ain't LeBron. We ain't Elon. So we got to follow up, man. Yeah, got to follow up, right? So, what is uh? I guess we got all the way to where you are now. Did we miss anything? Oh uh, no, I think we're. I think we're good. Dang, whatever y'all want to talk. I mean, bro, we're, we're, we do whatever, whatever. What exactly does your company do right now? Yeah, great. So we're a digital marketing and advertising firm, but we specialize in retention. Retention being increasing the lifetime value of a consumer um, through text message, uh, emails, loyalty, subscription, and anything that, that, that keeps a consumer engaged in the community. Um, for, for an example, you know, you buy something from Nike, you buy some Nike dry fit. Okay. You get several emails, you get a text message, um, on, you know, thanks so much, you know, a little bit as far as maybe the best usage on, on, on how to get the most out of the dry fit. And then, and then it starts to drip. Hey, in addition to the dry fit, Hey, how about this? How about that? How about this? How about that? You ascend the consumer through, 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 through product. Offers. That's what we do. That's what okay. we do. So, that's our primary focus. You know, that's the service that we provide. Um, we're working with some pretty, you know, size organizations doing that. And um, I feel that that's, that's going to be the way where we get to where it is that I want the business to be. It okay. For us to scale quickly. So. Yeah, that's that aspect of marketing has definitely, <clears throat> it's gotten bigger over the last few years. You still, you just, you just order your works. stuff and, mm -hmm. you know, you, you wouldn't hear anything from them, but you get an email, you know, or whatever. But now yeah. it's like, you're getting text messages like almost daily and like mm -hmm. emails. They're like, okay, I'll take, I'll take, I'll buy something else. Okay. Well, I mean, listen, li listen, I mean, you know, it's because of, of, of the way that marketing is right now, you know, you have Facebook. Um, Instagram, Google Ads, just the whole nine yards. But, you know, 10 years ago, you can market something and get really significant traction, get crazy leads and so on and so forth. But right now it's just becoming so, so saturated. And the price point to acquire a potential consumer, it just, just keeps rising and rising. So, you know, you can focus on that and we suggest and, and we still do help companies focus on that. But what about the 150,000 people that already said yes to you once? Just get them to say yes to you again. So there is no cost to get somebody to say yes to you a second time because you already got them into your ecosystem. So that's why I feel that. That's why I feel that over the past, you know, couple of years, you know, this side of marketing has really taken off. And that's also the reason why we chose to kind of go this route as opposed to, you know, the paid ads and, and just that initial customer acquisition upfront type marketing. So. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot harder to get the first bite. I think one hundred percent than the second bite, and it costs and it costs a whole lot more. You know, now if you if you can spend the bread, you can spend the bread. Like I know companies that will spend two, three, four, five million between nine a.m. and noon on ads. Okay, yeah, when you can do that. By all means, do that, but it takes a little bit of time to get to that point. So, so we focus on the back end as well, which only supports the front end because they just keep making more and more money and continue yeah. growing. And what I do, I I'm, I'm actually in sales. To mm -hmm. uh, I do Medicare, Medicare mm -hmm. plans, and uh, what they tell us is like if you can keep your customer, you know, on your 
one thing is if you can keep your customer on your plan for three months, you know, you're going to be able to keep them, you know, forever almost because mm. it's that first couple of months when they're on the plan that they're going to like, they're going to go to something else. And if you could get them to, you know, buy another product, you know, buy an extra supp supplemental insurance, then they're more likely to stick with you just because they have multiple products with you and you're their guy. So I can definitely mm -hmm. see how that, those principles kind of line up in the same way. Uh, what is, what does your agency do different? What makes it stand out compared to others? Yeah, I think, you know, the biggest thing that makes it stand out compared to others is, is the personnel that we have internally. You know, we've got some, some crazy individuals who are experts in their own rights on this retention marketing piece. I think also what makes our agency different from others is we, we only primarily focus on retention marketing. We don't necessarily do paid ads. We don't do paid traffic. You know, we do a little bit of, 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 of website optimization and development, but the primary focus is just retention marketing. So we're not a one-stop shop because we feel that when you're one-stop shop, you can't be good at everything all at the same time. You know, there's only one Deion Sanders. You right. know, like he can go be in the MLB and play in the NFL. You know, there's a couple of those guys, but not, not everybody's like that. So we are only focused on the thing that we know we bring the most amount of, of, of with. And then secondarily or tertiary, the tertiary thing is, you know, we, we, we charge a small, Monthly, but we're primarily performance based. Where there's a lot of there's a lot of organizations that performance based. It's a it's just a one time flat thing, and we feel that that makes the offer a little bit more ideal in getting people to say yes. Because the only way that we make more money is that if the company makes more, money. it's not like we're just providing a service. If you don't make money, the hell with you. We're still going to get it. It's not like that. So. I think that, you know, you add those, you, you add those three things together and that, that, that allows for us to kind of separate from, from some other people who are in this space. But that's what, I, that's how I would answer that question. Yeah. So you said that uh, your company is kind of focusing on this, you know, retention based marketing, at least to set you mm -hmm. up towards your uh, ultimate goal with your company. What is like your ultimate go with your company mm -hmm. yeah so that's a great question the ultimate goal is to get it to a billion dollar evaluated entity 110 percent. And, and i don't want to do that in 20 years i want to do that in eight you know because 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 i, I saw it in, in finance so you know, we, we, we want to do that. We want to exit out of this thing and or we want to roll this thing up and get into something else. Another thing that we always talk about is, you know, I love the sports entertainment space. We want to start getting into the sports entertainment side of things as far as, you know, products and influencer seeding and, and also being able to come up with our own products because right now, guys, we're in the data business. If, if you know, you could say we're in the marketing business. Every company is a marketing company. It's just a matter of if you sell marketing or, or if you have to market the product or service that you have. But every business is a marketing company. But but what we're doing is we're doing marketing for so many people. We're understanding what works and what doesn't. So so what we want to do very soon is start launching our own products, and we know what works in the health and wellness space. We know what works in the space we know what works in the outdoor recreation space you know you know we got companies like chaos fishing we got companies like kimber we got companies like fab defense like we got big companies like we, we, we see what works with them and so then we come up with our own products and we pop them things off too but the ultimate goal is a billion entity and to exit and then to get into something else awesome mm -hmm. uh I was thinking too, back to the retention marketing, mm -hmm. you know, it's easy if Carson buys, you know, two of your products, you know, he's going to be a little loyal and he's going to show it off to Peyton. Right. And then mm -hmm. you're going to get that. You don't even have to pay for an ad and Carson is your ad. So, exactly. you know, Peyton's going to buy your product. And that's, exactly. that's where I get a lot of my business is just referrals. Like if I do good about mm -hmm. one person, 
they're gonna tell me about they're gonna send me to their cousin, right? Hey so, man, hey man like that, been, that referral game is huge. Go ahead, Peyton. Go ahead. Peyton. Like I've been trying to get Dylan and on that Hey Dude game, so I'm worked. always buying new Hey Dudes, and it, he just won't get on it yet. Hey, you will though. Just keep following up with them, bro. He'll get on. He'll get on. <laughs> we almost bought my kids some the other day, so that's oh, a step closer. But I, I'm not there yet. <laughs> inch by inch, man, brick by brick. You'll be there soon. You'll be there soon. And Peyton's loyal, man. He's got like twelve pair. No, only nine. For real? Only nine. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's so, so, uh, I saw a video of you working out. It was like a hype video. It was pretty cool. Uh, Carson says oh, yeah. you shredded. So Bro, it's, it's true. <laughs> and so, what's your what's your fitness routine look like? Yeah, man, that's funny, man. I mean, listen, you know, I, I still keep, um, man, I still, you know, I still do the stuff that you're doing, ball, man. You know, the weight room is the weight room, but 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 the big thing for me is like the cardio, and you know, I'm a, you know, part of a track. You know that that's like the true thing is track, track and field, and the two hundred and the one hundred, right? So, you know. The workout schedule, the workout regimen is real in the gym. But the thing is, you know, I go to the track at least four to five times out the week. And, and we're doing like a real Jeez. track workout. We're doing acceleration drills. We're doing a full dynamic warm up. We'll do, you know, repeat 150s, repeat 400s, repeat 800s, you know, uh, short sprints. Like, you know, like real, like just the real track workouts an hour, an hour and a half out there in the sun. Like that's, you know, that, that, that's what we do. That's what I do. And kind of, that's what that, that regimen looks like. But, but as far as getting it in every day, I at least get it in every single day. Sometimes it's a little bit in the weight room and a little bit on the, on the track. And other days it's either the weight room or the track. I would say that the cardio piece is real. I ain't talking yeah. about the damn elliptical for 15 minutes. I ain't no damn. Yeah. You're going hard. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about some real ass running. Real yeah. ass high intensity moving what is your you know we had another college football player on here not quite the same level as you but he uh he did some track stuff too and we were asking him like man what was your fastest mile i don't think he ever told us have you ever done a mile for time yeah yeah, i've done a of course my my my, my, well listen okay so here's the deal you know i'm a 200 and 100 meter guy so mile is but i remember running a mile i remember running a mile in um in high school and I ran it in, in I ran it in five minutes and like 43 seconds. Jeez. The fastest mile I ever ran. I'll never run a damn mile again like that. My, <laughs> my coach, coach Eller, coach Eller had us run miles and I'm like, damn bro. Like my thought process was like, okay, well, let me just go ahead and just, just, just get this thing done and, and never have to do it again. So that, that is my fastest mile. Um, I don't know. I feel like I could have ran it faster if I actually if yeah. I actually trained on it. But that was my fastest mile, man. Yeah, he's moving a little bit. I mean, shoot, you know, ain't that slow? So you're talking. You do. You were the hundred and two hundred. So what is a what's yeah? You know, what's a good two hundred yeah. time? I mean, bro, if you're if you're if you're hitting, I mean, in college or at pro, I mean, bro, what, what level are you talking? About? What, what, what what do you? What about you? What was your best twenty two hundred? Oh yeah, 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 bro. We're at we're at twenty one high. We're at like twenty one eight, easy. You know the hundred, easy. You know a little <laughs> bit lower than ten five. But but listen, you know, I remember the first. Listen, I remember the first time when I was at FSU and I was at this invitational track practice for FSU and this kid Hobby that was next to me. He ran the two hundred and bro, I can move. I can move, but I was in high school. He was in college and I remember us doing repeat 200s and I'll never forget, man, when that kid took off, I was like, oh, wow. So this is, this is the next level because it wasn't how we took off the first one. It was like how we took off the fifth one, which was just faster and faster. And I was just like, God dang, like these boys are rocking. Or you see, yeah, you see Walter Dix. I remember get, getting there and Walter Dix was still there. He was, he was graduating when I was coming in. I mean, Walter Dix ran for USA, you know, in the 100 and 200 of uh, Bracey, 
Bracey. Um, that's one of my guys right now. You know, I play ball with him. He's, he's representing the U.S. today. You know, like, like I, you know, I, I know a lot of the track guys still. And, and so, you know, these guys are running nine sevens. These guys are running 19 fives. I mean, that's just. I can't get started. I can't bro. start running yeah. that quick. <laughs> bro, it's, it, that is, that is not, that is moving. That is, that is, that is God put you on this earth to Right. That's what that is. I think my fastest 200 in training was like 28 or 29 seconds. Yeah, you I'm thought man. you were moving, bro. Yeah, you were I like, I man. <laughs> yeah. These guys, these guys are hitting that thing 10, 10, 12 seconds faster than that. Like, can we like go like, back to the person I was five minutes ago? <laughs> Yeah, they're the more long distance runners. If you want them to run a marathon, that's your guy. Nah, I'm more comfortable See. on the shorter stuff, but we've been doing marathons, and I feel like I could be more built for the quicker stuff. Yeah. I just don't like to run quick. Yeah, they used well, to call me white lightning back in baseball. Damn, we just did okay. the marathons just yeah. just to say we did marathons. Yeah, yeah, man. Hey, that's something I ain't never done yet. Something that I know I got to okay. check off the list. And I've never done that. I've never done an Ironman. I don't want to do one of those things. I'm just like, yeah. Takes a lot of time. It's just so long. Man. It's like so long. 144 man. miles. My God. It's just like, <laughs> oh, man. No, it's just like, you know, I'll just go burn 13, 1400 calories in 50 minutes. Why do I got to be out there for eight hours? Right. You know, like I'm thinking about that, but. It's a, it's about this thing. It's about this. Like all the people that finish those things, it's this thing. And exactly. So that's why that's why I know I need to do it. It'll happen. It'll happen. Do you uh? It'll happen. Do you remember when DK ran that hundred? DK Metcalf. He of was, course, man. What did you think about that? You know, honestly, man, he could be so much faster if he had good form. Straight up. The crazy thing is, the crazy thing is, like, you know, football speed and track speed are completely two different things. Yeah. You know, um, and he's a phenom. I mean, I've seen DK in person, like, several times, you know, phenom built out of his mind. But damn, so damn rigid on the back end, bro. Like, once you loosen up on that back, you know, it's just crazy. It's just, it's wild. But I mean, bro, if that man is chasing you, you're going to think twice about your life. I'll tell you that much. Right. Because he's coming to get your cookies, bro. He's coming to eat you up. Like, so yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't want that man chasing me. I yeah. don't want that man chasing me. That's all I'll say. Man, to have such speed and size, it's rare. It's crazy. Very rare, but very common at the same time yeah. at that level, man. Because everybody has that same speed inside. For real. It's crazy, man. What is your like? What's your like diet like? You, I think. Car did you say something about his diet before Carson? You said he eats clean. He, Carson has hey, studied you right, up and down, <laughs> so he's my reference. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, it's it's it's, you know, you know, one one thing that uh, I don't even know. Maybe it was like Coach McPherson like back in the day, this Jamaican track coach or something. But you know. You know, I'm always eating for few. I'm not eating for, for, for pleasure. And I think that's something that's been instilled since went way back in the day. So, like, what do I eat? You know, I definitely, I would say, like, 90% of the time I'm eating healthy. But that's also how we were raised. You know, we didn't, there was ain't no damn candy in the house. You got your mind. Like, there ain't no, none of that stuff. It's, it's steak, potatoes, vegetables, whole milk, water, juice. I don't know what else eat chicken, a little bit of fish. Like that's all. That's all we. That's all we were exposed to. So, you know that that's really all I eat right now. I just know I'll eat for the workout that I know I'm gonna have the next day and for the energy. So you know, that, listen, don't get it twisted. It'll be nine or ten o'clock at night, and I know we got a massive track workout at, at eight a.m. in the morning, bro. I'm gonna eat me a whole, a whole, a whole box of pasta. I do not give a damn, but I know I'm going to work that off. And I know, and I know that I'm, you know, I need that energy dog. Cause I just need the energy. Um, right. But but that's what my diet, my diet is kind of for, for fuel, not necessarily for 
for pleasure. Right. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that like just being like a bigger muscular guy requires more food anyways. Hell much less yeah. when you have a big workout like that. So they oh like to God. they like to see people like you like just eating a lot and like oh, I could do that too, but that you've been building your body for like 20, 20 years, <laughs> yeah. man. So <laughs> yeah, man. The, the, the eating thing is, you know, I, you know, and in, in, in the frequency of what you eat, and you know, you know, I, I I really try to maintain that, man. Like I know I'm good if I'm like at if I'm at like two oh eight. 206 208 I'm good like that's when I know I can that's when I feel my my most like your best agile you know yeah. what I'm saying my, my highs is I think it's been like two 216 you know that was my highs but that was that was also playing ball like you know that was just different um but but I know once I dip under 200 bro I feel I feel like this yeah if I go over 208 I feel like like that, even though I'm not, but so, you know, you know, the weight that you want to work with. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, man, but you got to You got, bro, this thing is, we've been doing this for a little bit of time, man. It's just not like we're just out there running for the past two years. You know? Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so back to something like, I could definitely tell you, you're a very busy guy, but you're also a very, mm. you know, you have, you, you seem to manage your time very well. And I feel like mm. we kind of touched on that with your football days, but like, do you have any advice for people that like don't feel like they have enough time in the day or like any time management tips? Yeah. I mean, this, 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 you know, a mentor always told me the, the goal was not to manage or the goal was not to, 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 to manage time. It's the time right like all the greats they're buying time like you have a company you got 150 people all putting in eight hours you know you know you, you do you 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 do the math on that that's 150 you know times eight that's an additional 12 1200 hours in the day that you were able to do something that somebody else only had 24 and so you know you know the goal is to buy time now now as far as like the time management or whatnot you know, there's this one book. It's funny you said this because I was just looking. There's this one book called The One Thing uh, by Gary Keller. The One Thing by Gary Keller. Gary Keller is, is a person who started Keller Williams. So obviously he's a he's a guru in his own right. And, and what that, you know, that that kind of helped me a little bit making the transition from from working for somebody to working for myself and, and how to how to how to deal with time. And then the other thing is, you know, everything's in front of me. Like, like I, I literally have my goals on this sheet of paper, right? Like literally right here. I have my goals and my targets and objectives for the day. And then I have everything, I have everything marked off from time, like to the second, every single day. So I know like what, what the time I'm, I'm, I'm waking up. I know exactly the time that I'm, I'm eating breakfast, the time that I'm going to the gym. I got 25 minutes of personal development. I got 10 minutes of, 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 um, of medita meditation, right? And then I got, you know, five minutes of getting, making the transition, getting tabs up and whatnot. And then, and then from this time to this, time, I actually had a, a podcast I was on prior to this. It was an, then I have yours from 12 to noon. I already know what I'm doing from 1205 to 1206. And then from 1206 to 1207. 1207 to 1208, then from 1208 to 1215, then from 1215 to 1220. Like I have it written out. So therefore, they're, 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 you know, one thing that Grant always told us is white space is the devil. White space on the calendar is the devil because if you have white space on the calendar, you're going to just do something that doesn't make any sense. So I'm just trying to have short cycles in between the actions that I take and and make sure that everything is in alignment every single day. And when I know that, for me, that's how I got to operate. Because if I don't, I'm just not as productive. So book is the number one thing I would suggest. And then the second thing is just, you know, you know, write out your day, man. Like, but don't do it the day of. Do it prior to or, or do it early, 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 early in the morning when you're doing all your personal development and all that stuff. Because it'll get you fired 
Don't, don't write out your day at noon for that day. It's freaking ridiculous. You know, it's don't do that. started now. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I know. Ryan just like, damn. But but yeah, man. You know, you, you just you, you gotta have it in front of you. So you, so you have some sort of direction, and then when you have direction, you get momentum. And when you get momentum, you start having wins. And the more you win, the more you want to do the thing that got you to the win, and it all comes full circle. Yeah, I I definitely need to re-implement something like that. I used to do that, uh, mm-hmm. and it kind of it's fallen off since having kids and stuff. But definitely need mm-hmm. to re-implement that because I I do find myself wondering, man, where'd the time go? You know, kids are a black hole for time. <laughs> hey man, hey I got hey I got me one too, man. So I'll say this much: like you know. In my in my days are dedicated times with him, but like I know that there is no such thing as work balance, work life balance bullshit. It's not real, but there is such thing as is 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 being a hundred percent in the thing that it is that you're doing. So whenever I'm with him and have time with him, even though that's an hour in the morning, an hour and a half in the evening, because I mean they got attention spans of damn near a squirrel. You don't need to be spending eight hours not a nanny. You know, I'm just not my job to um, be 100% present in that moment. Right. You'll, and you'll end up like, you said like an hour, an hour and a half. Some people will be like, that's not enough. But like, enough, if you man. don't have your time focused throughout the day, you're not getting that much time. And Mm-mm. like, I remember the first time I planned out a day and I had so much empty space. I was like, I already put like so much stuff down. Like this is more than I usually do in a day. And there was so much time left over. Like you don't realize how much time you're wasting until you write it down. And that's the scary thing. It's scary. Yeah. It's, it's, it actually is very scary. So how many Man, years? You hit it on the head with that. How, how many, many years, years have you wasted? Yeah. Man, how many hours last week did you waste on doing shit? In a week. Yeah, it's like well, I'm just saying, you know, you know, you know, it's like it's, it's tough, man. So, but that's the game we're all playing, you know. That could definitely be beneficial for me, considering uh, my day is split in two, but at the same time, it's the same day, but across two different days. Here he goes. He's speaking go. riddles. <laughs> there you go. I'm speaking hey, riddles. Hey, man, ain't nothing wrong that with one out. Yeah, I could tell he's he's he's. No, I say that when faded. I'm not tired. Yeah, he does. Oh yeah. Well, guys, I'm usually Carson asleep Payton. like two hours ago. So yeah, he's struggling. Yeah, no, but we're grinding. We're finna wrap it up. But salute to you. Y'all have anything Adapting. else to say, Peyton and Carson? Nothing else. Okay, so it was good to have you on, brother. Yes, sir. Oh, um, yeah. One last thing. Is no. you know, this is not because it's like something crazy, it's just because it's the last thing I have on my notes. But do you have like no. you know, on your scale of business, you have the retention marketing? How could like us as a small town, like ground level podcast, how could we implement a retention marketing into like mm-hmm. you know, growing our mm-hmm. fan base, you know, growing our people? At yeah, least? So I would say this one, right? Because you know, I remember what Gary B told me one time. He's like, he's like, if you're a business, if you're a brand, whatever the hell it is that you do, you know, if you don't market, if you don't advertise, if you don't push out content, you don't do none of that, you're going to be okay. You'll be completely fine. But just know that it's single-handedly the fastest way to grow a business or a brand. And if you don't do it, you're going to be fine. But if you do do it, the results are going to be tenfold. So what I would say is, you know, first thing I would say is take small out of your vocabulary. Never refer yourself as small again, right? Because what you say and what you tend to tell yourself is what you become. And then the actions that you take will be small actions as opposed to big ones. That's the first thing I would say. And then the second thing that I would say is like, okay, so all this stuff that you're doing, like, Start getting it out there. Like, you know, you hold yourself accountable to doing this, but you also got to hold yourself accountable to, okay, 
where am I pushing all this stuff? I got to start pushing this stuff all over YouTube. I got to start being all over LinkedIn. I got to start being all over Instagram. I got to, I got to have a little bit of a Twitter presence. I got to do some TikTok. I would say not necessarily do it all at once, but, but build the muscle for one or two of those platforms and really start hitting that with these type of conversations, with the insight into what it is that you do, the insight into sales, whatever it is that you want and start building a community. Because again, like, it's like, it only takes one person, the right person to see something and be attracted to it that could change the game for you. So, but, but you got to give them something to watch. So, you know, right. you're doing this podcast and you're doing this. That's great. You're doing the right thing and you're doing what you're supposed to do. Now it's like, okay, what's the intention with this? The intention is to grow. Obviously, maybe make revenue off this someday, but the only way you're going to bring revenue is if you provide value. And the only way you're going to provide value is if you have eyeballs. So get in front of more people and start building out a map and a game plan and strategy to get in front of people every single day, every single day. You know, I'll end it with this. You know, I, you know, oh, what's her name? It's crazy. Okay, so Taylor Swift, right? The thing is, I don't even know one name of one song that that girl sings. Like, I swear to God, <laughs> on my entire life, I don't know one song. Not one, and I'm proud to say it. Proud to say I don't know one song. She just she released an album. Um, she's gonna be at like 1.3 billion as far as net worth. Net worth. Her tour. Her tour estimated last year brought to the GDP an additional $4.3 billion because wow. people traveled to see her, because people went to hotels, they went to restaurants, and just her, her tour in general brought that much additional revenue to the American economy. And then you wonder why she's at a billion. So, so, so what you bring is directly proportional to what you can get out of it. And so the game is eyeballs. So just, just, just play that game. Whatever you can do to get in front of more people, get in front of more people, because, because that's literally the only way to get that word of mouth going, to get that traction going, to get the brand recognition. And then all of a sudden, now you start, now you start scaling. Also, study communication, man. Study communication. Like, yeah, like study it. I study communication all the time listen to speeches, um, watch people, watch people communicate, document what they say that I like, what it is that they said that I don't like, take out the filler words, like, you know, some of the top individuals in the world, they communicate the best and they do it with the least amount of words. So get y'all's communication, and, you know, get out there in front of more people and, and, and man, man, set a target. Maybe in the next three years, four years, five years, you ain't in the town you're in and you're in Chicago or you're in freaking, I don't know, you're in Miami, wherever it is that you want to go. You know, if the environment doesn't suit who you are, then get out of it because nothing will change unless something change. The only way to change is to change something. Right. And, and in order to change something, it's not adding, it's not adding behaviors. You first have to give something up. Then you fill that gap in with that new behavior. So those are things that I would say, but y'all are doing y'all's awesome. thing, man. Like, and I commend y'all for it and just keep, keep tracking, bro. Because in two, three years, I'm going to hop on this thing again. Y'all are going to be all the way live, like just way turned up. Like, you know, right. hey guys, we're on Fox News, but we got Mike here first. So we got to hop in this podcast. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> So it, it'll happen. It'll happen. We're gonna be on sure. a normal schedule too. Let's go. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, man. We really appreciate it. This is definitely oh, one yeah, that absolutely. I'm gonna be listening back myself because you brought a lot. You you did you accomplished your goal. You brought a lot of value. Um, yeah. So really appreciate your time. Um, where can we find you, man? Hopefully, you know, in the next couple of couple of years, all you got to do is look up on a banner and you'll see my face. But right now, man, you can check me out. You can check me out on social media platforms. The first name is Mike, M-I-K-E, last name Shill, S-C-H-I-L-L, as in Larry Larry, on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, 
what is what we got we got we got youtube and we got linkedin um you can check out our website thefullcircle.io and uh bro we just released a movie too so make sure y'all go check that thing out we just released the movie uh lanier movie was executive producer and acted in it we already had our um our uh, premieres in Southeast, but we're doing a, a massive premiere here in the next up and coming weeks. We're on Amazon Prime, we're on freaking uh, Vimeo, we're on, we're on everything. And, and hopefully that leads into a couple more projects. And, and the only reason why I did that, boys, was for eyeballs. Yeah, yeah. That's it. So, 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 so that, that's where you can find me. You know, those are the latest works we're part of. And, um, you know, Anything, any, any questions you got or anything from here moving forward? I mean, obviously reach on out and only a text message, phone call or direct message away. So easy. Man, Dylan, I'm about to go make a movie now. Let's go. <laughs> Get it. All right, man. Appreciate it. You can just hit we the leave button you. and we'll, uh, we'll see you, Copy. man. See you, see you next time. Hey, stay connected though, y'all. All right. Yes, for real, for real. Thank you for coming out. Yes, yeah. Well, that went, that went very good. Yeah, yeah, Mike's a really cool dude, man. Yeah. It's, uh... He, uh, I had a lot of, like, stuff that I was going to ask, and he, like, answered it. Like, he's super easy to talk to. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of like, he's got one yeah, of those, you heard uh, that, uh... You heard that casual Gary V plug in there? Yeah. He was like, Gary V told me. <laughs> yeah. He's got that uh, preacher gene. That's what I'm going to call it. Troy Smith had it. We had him on a couple times ago. Uh, like yeah. these people, like they just bleed energy, and they they can talk, man. And it's not like just yeah, they're not like like empty words. Like it's actually stuff that you know you can you can learn from. Yeah, yeah. Cookie, how you feeling, bro? <laughs> He's hanging in there. Ready I to seen go. you kind of. He was, was like, nodding, bro. He was we like this at one point. <laughs> we got a nodder, dude. He missed half of it. <laughs> yeah. And missed half the podcast. Oh. Nah. That's what he's that's like. What... He's super down to earth, too, though. Yeah, that's awesome. Excited oh, to see no, him. He looked, he he looked like up. he was pretty tall. He might be less down to earth than we are. Could be. <laughs> we'll save that question for next time. <laughs> but, uh, what you been doing? Carson, you've been working, bro? Yeah, bro. Uh, you know, I, I switched up jobs. I got out of the uh, emergency power business. We in the, the entertainment business now. Still with power, though. But, uh... Powerful know, guy. Yeah, still repping his old company. Cat. Well, that, you know, that was the, uh, that was the brand. That wasn't the company. Okay, well, we won't bring it. We won't bring up the past anymore. Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, hey, I got a new shirt, upside yeah. down Carhartt. Let's get it. Drake, how does that happen, bro? <laughs> I don't know, bro. You got Harcart. <laughs> Harcart. <laughs> Carson, appreciate you making the connection, bro. Yeah, bro. Uh, I'm gonna try to look out for y'all. I've uh, yeah, definitely got us... my shot at a bunch of people lately. Yeah, get we need Matt to come character. up with what we call this. Carson, like, for when Carson brings a guest on. Yeah. Uh, Carson brings guest on. Yeah. Special guest from Carson. Yeah, yeah, so, something. Car yeah. Carson's commodities. We'll, we'll figure it out. Y'all put in the comments what we should call this, because Carson well, get put us this Kentucky together. Ballistics home. He's trying to help us out and get us some cool guests, which is, yeah. it that worked. That was really good, man. That was a really good episode. You may never beat that again, Carson. So, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I probably won't be able to find nobody else. But I got you one, you, bro. It's all you now. <laughs> you got. He's done. Uh, if you get us Nick Bear, well, that'll beat it. Uh, I'll have to get with my team and see what we can come up with. Yeah, Your left hand <laughs> and right hand. Or get us Rich Froning. Yeah, we'll even dude, take like I'm, lesser riches. We'll take like man, he was talking about following up, dude. That's yeah. literally been me and everybody's DMs lately. Like, yo, what's going on? I love your content, bro. Uh, a few of my buddies run a podcast, blah, blah, blah. Nothing. And next week, hey, man, uh, you know, let me know if you get this, yada, yada. Like, I have been, yeah. like, I always, shameless, bro. I got no pride. <laughs> yeah. It's, I always feel like 
I was thinking about this when he was talking about it because I was like, man, I don't want to be annoying and like, but at the same time, like anytime somebody's done that to you, you're always end up grateful. Or if you say no, I mean, they leave you alone. If you say no, if you just go ahead and say no, I mean, that ends it there. But if you go with it and it's a good thing, you're thankful for it. Like, I, like remember... I asked one person, he was a football player that uh, was playing for Coastal Carolina. Jordan it Strong. Came... Yeah, Jordan Strong. And I Facebook messaged him about the podcast, and he never, like. You better get him back. Open. Tell him we got, yeah. a... <laughs> we got someone that well, played at a higher level. It's, it's, it sounds like I'm just, like, putting up attempts like I'm J.R. Smith, but there is, like, a science behind it, you know. It's, um. And this was kind of what I explained to Mike is that, you know, like obviously like his, his presence in the business world and like the things he's done, like he's done some big things and like he's doing some big things. But like, uh, if you look at his overall social media presence right now, like, like I'm sure you give this dude like a few months, he's going to have like a million plus followers. But like just from the outside looking in right now, it seems like he's got more of a smaller audience. So. It was kind of a kind of a good fit right now. You you got to catch people at the right time, you know. Right. Get us Theo Vaughn. <laughs> Theo Vaughn wants to. We get already got to get Dahmer, dude. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go on his podcast. I actually went on a podcast. I saw that. Uh, it like very two weeks professional, ago, bro. Where were you? Uh, this is actually Tony Berrigan's. Uh, what's it called? His his dispensary, and. I helped him set up the podcast studio, so he had me on as his first guest. So it was pretty. It was pretty legit. Like, did you get high? No. <laughs> Carson's looking crazy right now. My phone just the screen just started. I got a phone call and I swiped it up and it just it like uh, recounted me in like it's recording. And now I'm afraid it messed everything up. <laughs> it did. No, it did. You're, you're good. <laughs> I guess. Hey, could y'all hear the airplanes, bro? <laughs> no. Okay, cause I so where I'm at now, it's no, like your right phone's on airplane it. mode. I'm right yeah, beside yeah, yeah. the airport, and like my first day here, I thought one was about to hit the building, dude. They're like, like they have to be a couple hundred feet above the, our ceiling here. Like it's that close. Like I mean, I can see bolts on the bottom of this plane when it comes over, so it's loud. Well, that's cool. great. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll we'll call it a day. Uh, yeah, for I gotta Carson. get back in there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, bro. You got to go back to work. We'll see you later. Some morning. Uh, we're slowly yep, taking yep. people off of the a podcast. Peyton's next. Bye. Yeah. See you guys, y'all can talk about me now. <laughs> okay. What an it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, bro. Idiot. I gotta ask you this though. Where are you at on Squattober? I mean, November. I mean, it's still Squattober. Uh, I'm on one day. <laughs> I went in there like five days in a row. It was the same workout on the board. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was worried you were going to pass me up because I haven't worked out in like a week. I went Sunday. I was going to do Squattober. But I slept on my arm it's in a weird way, and it hurt. And I, right. I couldn't hold the bar. And then I looked at our monthly mileage, and you were like nine miles ahead of me, or what? It was an absurd amount. I was like fifteen miles, and I was like, "Bro, I was within a running distance of you." And now, like, what are you doing? You training for another marathon? About seventy-four point like nine miles, I think. Well, as long as Jonathan don't catch me, I need to check. I didn't look for like four days. So I ran a 10K this morning. Yeah, so he's catching up. But it's the last day. So, so yeah. Anyways, you guys, hope you enjoyed that. Um, I enjoyed it. I think I learned something. Peyton's, I enjoyed the parts I was here for. Yeah, he was in and out of consciousness. Uh, Peyton.Cook, still the young, put work in, podcast. Maybe a future brand change. No, we gave up on that. <laughs> Put work in podcast dot com. We gotta, we gotta start putting content out, bro. We got look. We're gonna take this podcast and apply it to our life, bro. We gotta manage our time better. 
about to go right out. And we got after I wake up popping content one shore today. All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, appreciate you guys. Like, comment, subscribe, buy something in the comments in the description wherever it's at. Uh look, you may have noticed we're on every other week schedule right now. Uh until further notice, probably January. Peyton didn't even know it. He's like, What? <laughs> uh but, you said something about it. I was like, What happened? Yeah, so we're gonna start shooting our shot at some new guests. So Hopefully oh, we can to get Tony Stark on soon. Huh? He's a... Uh, never mind. Tony Stark, and we'll get uh, Loki from Asgard. The new Asgard. Yeah, all right. So we'll see you guys later. Peace out. Peace out. Thanks for staying and watching and stuff.